0: with AWB Contract Templates. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Pause on the Play. As always, it is amazing to see you here where you are challenged to examine your beliefs, question your predisposed notions, and consider realities you may be unfamiliar with in order to understand that they too are real. I am your host and conversation MC for the day, Erica Corday, along with my co-host, India Jackson, here to get the dialogue going. Hey. Hey, hey. So for those of you um, that have been here before, welcome back. You already kind of are likely familiar with everything that's going on over on social. Those of you that are new, welcome. And you are probably likely <laughs> aware too of what's going on over on social. And so um, as always, you know that a lot of times this is about Indy and I having open, honest conversation and kind of what comes from it. So essentially I'm kind of letting you know what's going to happen, but we're just going to kind of go into it because there were some things that came up and she was asking me, Um, some questions and I was asking her some questions and some things came up. And so um, there are some things that need to be talked about, about some of the actions or lack thereof that is out here happening right now. And so India, what's on your mind right now?
1: Um, I think what's on my mind is first, there's a lot of people out there who are trying to do the right thing. And so I want to acknowledge you for that. I think that a lot of people's heart is in the right place um, and they really are wanting to start the process of changing some things in our world.
0: I'm going to pause you for a second on that. Can I, can I pull from the Star Wars thing and quote Yoda and be like, don't try, do. Sorry. Yes. I ha- Just saying.
1: Yes. So you jump to my next point. <laughs> is trying is not doing. Um, and so I think that there's a difference between... Using your voice to talk about something and using your voice to get people, including yourself, to do something. Um, Now, both are necessary, but I do want to remind people that I believe that it's both. It's having the conversations and doing something. And so there's a lot of people out there trying to do the right thing. Your heart's in the right place. For that, we say thank you, or at least I say thank you. I appreciate you for even being open to consider realities that might not be your own and using your voice for change. And I also want to remind you that good intentions and your heart being in the right place doesn't necessarily equal a good result. It doesn't mean that you're still not doing some harm or you're not doing some things that are problematic.
0: There's an old saying, Uh, who knows where it came from, but the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Good intentions are noble thoughts and, and things that flutter through That yes, let's do that. And it's like, yeah, that's awesome. And that was some trash. Like it can be both. And what I kind of want to remind people of is that if in life you will do something and screw up and apologize, I need you to remember that that can happen in doing this work too. So you can and likely will screw up. Do not erase it. Like that's a whole nother thing. And I keep telling you, I'm going to do a whole thing on that, but please stop erasing um, what you think is the proof. People got receipts, people taking your screenshots, people know what you did and people know period point blank. The impact is still there. So, you know, you, you can't get away from it. You have to just kind of adjust and keep going from there. But, you know, you have to remember that your good intentions are not enough alone. Yeah,
1: and so specifically where I see this coming up is a lot of conversation around, you know, maybe something that was done was because someone else told you to do it, or you saw someone else do it, whether they were white or black, it doesn't really matter. Um, or you asked your black friend <laughs> Ooh, and they told you to, this was, you know,
0: how it should be done. And stop, stop putting responsibility on one black person to be the mouthpiece for all of us. Please stop. Do you want one price, one white person speaking for you? There's a orange squatter over at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Would you like him to be the only person speaking for you? Please stop that. So
1: when I think about this, I'm like, okay, there's a lot of people who don't look like me. For those of you that are new, I am another black female. Um, There's a lot of clients that we have in our marketing agency that don't look like me. And I do think that in wanting to do the right thing and wanting to support, they are wanting to contribute, right? And Part of that desire means that they're asking questions. Um, and I want, I want your take on if I am a, a person who is not a person of color right now, or maybe I'm a person of color, but I'm not an African-American person. And I'm looking for guidance. I'm looking to facilitate some changes with my voice and my platform. And I have questions What are some things that you think that I should consider as I'm going into possibly asking these questions of someone?
0: So before you can even get into that, I kind of want that thought to be there of why am I asking this person to answer this in the first place? I want to kind of dig into the fact of like, are you asking because this is your only person of reference that's black? Are you asking because, um, you know, you saw their stuff online and now you're going to put everything squarely on this one person's shoulders? Are you, are you asking because you're not willing to do the work to figure out the answer for yourself? Are you asking because you're looking for some validation to center your whiteness? Why, you know, first, why are you asking? Why this person?
1: Yeah. And so it also makes me think of like, you know, have you done any of the work on your own yet? Like, have
0: you used, (laughs) did you Google? Please go to Google first. Brother Google is there for you. Please do not skip figuring out what you can on your own. Going to a Black person or any person of color with, with these questions, these things that you're looking for, answers, We're not here to give you answers, paid or unpaid. We're here to give you context because the answers can likely be found, number one, by looking around. The answers are really there if you're willing to be receptive enough to see and hear and feel them. However, you got a whole internet, a whole internet to go figure out before you come and say, well, I don't know why this is pro- a problem. Well, I don't know why I said that. And and the person felt the way that they felt. Well, I mean, I, I they, they just misunderstood me and I don't know why that happened. Mm-mm. It's kind That's of like the, the difference between
1: like asking me how to use Instagram versus how to use Instagram specifically for your business to get the result that you're looking for. Like those are two very different questions.
0: Well, because how to use Instagram, there are how many different things out here that you can look up for that? Like, you don't need to waste my time or your time for that. Just at coming to me and then you paying me for that. I mean, pay me.
1: I you, you pay, pay me. me I'll show you. But that's probably not the best <laughs> use of your time with me.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. And so there is a point to where people are getting lazy. People are so used to being spoon fed and everything is just given to you. Go do your work. Go do your work. If somebody that looks like me as a black woman has to figure out for herself what she needs to do in raising her kids and feeling as safe as possible within the current landscape. And I got, I got to figure that out on my own. You better go figure that shit out. You better go figure it out. Like you don't come and, and put, the responsibility and the emotional labor and all the effort. And I can go into that later, but like, don't come, don't come dumping it on somebody else. Like here, figure this out for me and tell me how to do it. Mm, like, like there are, there are some business places where I can understand that and you will pay for that. But when it comes to this, that is emotional labor. And that is a part of you working through, your white privilege and your white centering and your anti-racism efforts that need to happen and so don't outsource that that's a part of your process and a part of your journey that you need to go through you need to experience that don't outsource that
1: so playing devil's advocate here if i I'm now this person and I feel like okay, I've gone and I've Googled some things, I've taken in some content, I've listened to some podcast. At what point is it okay to ask a question?
0: So, okay. So I feel like there's like three things, it's almost four, maybe four, but I'm gonna say three main things that I feel like I kind of want you to consider. Um, and the first is just the fact that like if you're going to ask a question after you've done your research and you're, you've taken in information um, and you've, you know, started your emotional journey, um, deposit into the bank of that, so to, so to speak. Um, number one, are you expecting this person to speak for all people of insert group here? Does this person have to speak for all black people? Does this person have to speak for all black trans people? Does this people have to speak for all Muslim women? Like, whatever the thing is, are you expecting this one person to be the mouthpiece for everyone and the end all be all for you to go out here and do the, my one black friend said, don't do that. Like- Oh, can we elaborate on that for a second?
1: (laughs) I'd love to. Um, (laughs) If I, if right now, as this is being recorded, we are amongst- multiple back-to-back killings of Black people that are put into the media. Um, And I say that that way because this happens all the time, right? I mean, we're recording on a Tuesday. This is a Tuesday in America for Black
0: people. It just happened that all of a sudden it's all in the media and people are upset. And for a quick pause, I'm going to say three of those names, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey, and George Floyd. Yes. Please continue.
1: So as this is being recorded, that is what's going on. But there's also hate crimes against other groups. There's also many other times where these things will come up. Um, And I think it's important to say, like, that thought process that you can just ask your gay friend when a gay hate crime is put in the media. Or you can just ask the black friend. And expect that their answer applies for all gay people or all black people is completely inappropriate, number one. Number two, it's it shows just how much more work there is to be done to think that one person, just because of their skin color, is just like every other person in their skin color. You are perpetuating the fucking problem. Yep. Because it'd be a problem if I thought that all white people were the same.
0: People will say, they're like, well... You know, first of all, the Karens, the Amys, all of y'all don't like Karen. Y'all up in arms and are comparing Karen to the word nigger. You are all y'all at that point because the actions and the stereotype is pretty goddamn stereotypical and the same. But if you don't like it, then why are you going to think that one person then speaks for an entire group of diverse people? Like, don't, if you don't want to receive it, don't give it, but also understand that if you perpetuate an archetype of a person, well, I'm going to call a spade a spade until you understand that your white privilege is actually costing black lives. I don't want
1: to get too far off track, but that tells me we need to go into another conversation another day because the difference between Karen and Nigger is nigger was used against all black people. Karen is used against a specific type of white person.
0: Not all white people or all white women. Okay. So, yes, stop
1: stop expecting one black person to speak for an entire race of people. And it, it makes me think about like, um, like I wouldn't expect any because I had a white male therapist at one point in my life. like I it'd be crazy to think I can just go and ask any white male to answer psychology related questions, right?
0: Well, and what you said, I'm gonna I'm gonna give number two based on that because you just made a really good point in that if somebody gets paid for this, are you asking for free labor? Because what you just said is the thing. And for a person as a therapist, it took you time, effort, and money to get there. And you get paid for this. Oh, so, you got
1: paid well. I paid my right? money.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you wouldn't sit next to him at the barbecue and be like, so you know, when I was a kid, this had happened to me. And I just want to know, like, do you think that's a problem? Like, the, f- <laughs> the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? No. So don't show up. On social media posts, in groups, in threads, in DMs, at the at the doctor's office, in the line at the target, any of the above, asking people questions. But it's like, yo, I get paid for this. I get yes. paid. And, and then looking at them sideways when they want to slide you the link. You better hit this pay me button. <laughs> you better hit this here pay me button. And when you do that, that, that goes into the third one, and this is where I want to go back to the first thing I said in the sense that are you expecting them to do your emotional labor? Because there are times we're gonna go back to the example of standing in line at the target and you just ask a question. Oh, I just asked the question. I don't know why you got so defensive. I mean I was just asked, I was we were just having a conversation, but if I get paid to have a conversation, I'm not going to answer you for free. And I'm not going to answer you without any context, without anything, any other contributing factors, and be expected to answer this for you to then walk out and call your girlfriend with the thumbs up that you good, because you just got a Black person to check off the box for you. Don't, no. I I also want
1: to say that that goes beyond just the random stranger or target. It goes to your Black friend. Just because you have a Black friend doesn't mean that they're qualified to answer very specific questions about what facilitates change in the space of diversity, equity, inclusion.
0: First of all, if you keep talking about them like, I have a Black friend, please fix yourself.
1: If you can count- How many, we didn't have this conversation here before Yes, a long time ago when we first got started with this podcast, but if you can help one, two, three black friends, you might need to take a quick look in the mirror. There's some people that ain't
0: got the three. <laughs> they barely no, got the one. So, so, if you, so if you find that one friend you made on the internet and you expect them to check off all your actions, will you stop dumping that shit on them? That's not their responsibility. And again, stop centering your whiteness to get them to sign off on the fact that, yeah, it's okay. My friend gave me a temporary black card. Fuck out of (laughs) here. Fuck out of here. Stop it. Don't, don't. Because you're, and I talked about this on a live that I did on IG in the sense of like, you're essentially looking for somebody to validate you to make you feel better. You want a Black person to validate you as a white person to feel better about your efforts, about us getting killed and it's not okay? Wait, wait, are we doing this? Yeah, like how...
1: It's really bothered me as a person of color, um, as a business owner. It's been very disappointing, triggering to say the least, to watch people that even with the best intentions their actions are still rooted in selfishness, self-centeredness, mm-hmm. needing to center it back onto them of look I'm doing the things. Yep. And it's like I honestly and and maybe other people may feel different. I can't speak for all black people, hence the whole purpose of this episode. But for me personally, I would rather you say nothing than to say something just so you can make yourself or your business look good. That's a slap in the face.
0: And so that you just
1: to help yourself.
0: No, and that's where I'm gonna say that with, with me seeing all of these white female business owners pulling from the official white woman's caption handbook of what to do. <laughs> Thank you for saying that.
1: (laughs) We (laughs) will be diving into that on the you Your Fire deeper. But did somebody give everybody a script for their email newsletters and their freaking captions? Because I swear, it seems like there was some white woman handbook response for what's going on right now. It's reminding me of the start of COVID. Like you cannot treat people dying the way that you... Like what the fuck is happening here?
0: Right. 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 So... Like, don't, don't do the, here, I did this so you don't come for me response. No, no. Because if you, if you pull in some bullshit, they still gonna come for you. You, you must not be equated. Um, I mean, you, you must not have been introduced to black Twitter. Black Twitter will come for you, period. Please don't. Like, you have no idea. So when you come and you do this foolishness because you don't want them to come for you. First of all, let's, let's go with the them. We we didn't hit the them they are going to come for you anyway because enough is enough. Because what you're doing is representative of a bigger problem. What you're doing is representative of the struggle in a system that allowed a white police officer to keep his knee on somebody's neck for nine minutes and not give a full flying fuck because he felt like he was above the law and that that man's life was below him. Whew, all the chills, all the chills. So, yeah. And and so that's, and, and that's, honestly, that's kind of that last, like, thing I want you to question. It's like, it's this what a person does. Because if that's what they do, you talk to that person and you compensate them. But stop asking the random person or the one black person that you are friends with or the one gay person that you're friends with or the person that live next door that is just their proximity that you just want to be able to claim. Don't ask them to do the work of a professional. I'm not a therapist. So don't ask me to do a therapist work. Like I'm going to send you to a therapist, but it's the same way. Like you asked me to do your taxes. I'm going to send you to an accountant. So stop asking the black person on the block to validate your ass. Because that's still centering your whiteness, and that's still white privilege talking.
1: Yeah, and it has absolutely nothing to do with facilitating change. Can we ignore Hell no. that? Hell it's no, it's faux work. It's fake work. That um, is,
0: and I mean, it's 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 performative. It's like, see, see, I asked the questions. I'm concerned. I'm interested. Are you though, or you just want to be able to now anal- to now have your contribution to the white woman captions handbook that you can put out there? <laughs> To be able to say, you did it. No, no, stop checking. Stop checking blocks as women have to bury their babies. Stop checking blocks as protesters are out here putting their lives on the line and, and, and doing it for the right reasons as the person not doing it for the right reasons is next to them busting out the window. Like, see, they did it like you have no idea what you're contributing to as a system when you do that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I want to recap what I'm taking away. Please correct me if I'm wrong
0: Mm
1: -hmm. is number one, we get it. You're trying to do the right thing, but sometimes good intentions don't equal good results. So just be mindful of how are you going about doing the right thing? Correct. Ask yourself, why are you asking the question? Did you already do a little bit of research on the question that you were asking before you asked it? So that when you ask, you're coming in for context and texture of how this applies to you or your business or your family.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Okay. And then when you've come to that conclusion that, yes, I'm in a place where I've done a little bit of labor on my own. I have an educated question now instead of just a blanket question. You need to ask yourself three things. Am I expecting somebody to speak for their entire race? Because that's some fuck or
0: shit. Race or group or demographic.
1: Yes. All the above. Because that's some fuck shit. <laughs> Number two is the person I'm asking somebody that gets paid to answer this question. And number three, whether they get paid or not, I'm expecting them to do the emotional labor for me. hmm And I would just want to add another one in there is if the answer to do they get paid for this is a no, you really need to ask yourself, why are you not seeking the support of a specialist of somebody who specializes in whatever it is your question is, which right now on the radar is diversity, equity, inclusion. Mm -hmm. But I can say that you can probably take that question and ask yourself that about almost any question you have. It could be marketing. It could be branding. It could be fashion. It could be your wardrobe. Why are you not enlisting a professional? that you can ask that question to, instead of just some random person who may not know much about that.
0: Yeah, agree, agree, all of the above. And so the thing that I wanna tell you is that there's um, there's a number of things that you can do to begin to do your anti-racist, imperfect allyship work. However, it's not easy and it sometimes can feel like you're doing it alone. And this is part of the reason why um, we created Pause on a play, the community, because the work that I do in DEI, um, which I'm gonna be honest with you, is it's it's coaching period. DEI is the lens, but it's really just it's how's this affecting my life? How is this affecting my thoughts and my approach and how can I do better? And I want to be a better individual. I want to care more about what's going on around me because I'm willing to see it. And so in the community, we talk about that. And the people that are in there talk about it together. They support each other. And we talk about what it looks like when this is in your marketing. Refer back to that white woman's handbook of captions. Mm -hmm. Why that's not okay. Um, We talked yesterday about why you need to adjust your automatic captions going out. To make sure that you're not sending out some fuck shit that is inappropriate. And now you got a shit storm because of that. And so these are the types of things that we talk about. And so, you know, I know money is not great for everyone. However, it is $97 a month. So that's exactly why we offer the community because we understand that
1: our $700 price point for two to one coaching is not accessible to everyone. And I correct can speak for both of us when I say that I think that we both value the ability to make our services available at any economic price point.
0: Correct. Correct. And the fact that what's happening is to be able to close the economic uh, wealth gap. And so you being a better business means that you are helping to fuel two businesses, women of color, and that does support closing the wealth gap. So this is also you being a part of change as well in doing that. And so you can come on over to pause on play dot com forward slash is it community or is it store? Yes, it's community. Okay, pause on a play dot com forward slash community. We had to record and let y'all know what we had to say. You know, we'll figure out the rest. Um, so, <laughs> yes, um, you can come over and do that. And the biggest thing that I can ask of anybody right now is to be in action and So I want you to have the conversations. I want you to figure out the things that you need to add context to what you're doing. I want you to dig deeper. I want you to figure out the impact that you can make, but I do want you to be in action. I want you to be listening and paying attention to more Black voices and taking in the types of information that you need to inform your actions. But again, actions. And as always, we appreciate you listening. So go ahead, enjoy yourself today. Make the most of it, and we'll see you next time. I'm ready to get clear on what matters? Let's do this. From implicit to explicit is a framework that helps you to get clear on what matters and how it informs the way you live and lead in your workplace. Whether it's focusing on the team building and connection that can happen when you talk about what matters to you as a person or how it informs the outcomes that you seek in your business, it can all completely change the game. Having clarity on what your values are and how this shapes the way your work creates the foundation for every action that you take and then sharing this information across your team explicitly, this is what creates confidence and integrity. And what it is that you are creating and sharing with the world. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash explicit to learn more about this collaborative and interactive workshop and sign up today. Ready to lead through your values?